0: The Potential Candidate is a podcast about life after divorce, taking accountability, and transforming your life for the better. On this journey, listeners will hear from men and women about their path to foster and relationships.
1: We will share successful dating tips, relive epic horror stories, and leave you with powerful mantras to help you further manifest your goals. This podcast is for the person seeking clarity, Are you ready for the glow up? Are you ready to bounce back? Are you the potential candidate?
0: Hey, it's your girl Jess.
1: And it's Tiffany.
0: And this is The Potential Candidate.
1: This week's mantra, when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. When I let go of what I have, I receive what I need. Um, this is an awesome mantra by the fabulous um, late Lao of uh, the creator of Taoism. And there's a book that I actually studied. Um, I actually had this book assigned to me in college, in undergrad, um, when I was taking um, psychology of the workplace. I was going after my uh, my um, what do you call it? I was that was my minor, and so in one of these classes, they assigned this this book called The Tao of Leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, really good book if someone's interested. It's only about five bucks on Google Play, but basically it breaks down like um, Taoism and how to adapt it to leadership and how to like basically Taoism, you know, with that is the yin yin and yang. So for everything, there's a balance. And so they believe in there's an emphasis on nature, connecting with nature. And so, you know, when you let go, when you stop being uptight, you know, this is such a good uh, mantra for myself. When you stop holding on to uh, what you are and what you have to accomplish, all the list of expectations, when you finally let that go, you actually might become what you're supposed to be. You know, it's like people are chasing after money and chasing after fame, but actually if you let go, those things, according to Lao Tzu, will come to you. And so um, I don't know if if it's the opposite of a mantra. I think think it's focusing on um, the beauty of the power you have from within. So I don't know. I Um, love that. I love that. And the author is John Hyder. It was originally published in 1985, but man, like straight bangers. I still have this book from college uh, 16 years ago. And like some of the things in there are just mind blowing. Like, I don't know, I'll have to, I'm just gonna continue to, I'm gonna start speaking more about this book. I had to dig it out of my little archives because over the weekend, girl, I was decluttering. I was doing my spring cleaning thing and just trying to get it together. And I was like, you know what? This actually goes hand in hand with what we're talking about tonight. You know, we all know somebody that has a dirty house or basically an overall unkept messy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jess, have you ever dated somebody that was dirty or messy or disorganized?
0: Um... I would say, like, slightly messy. I feel like everybody has their level of mess. Have I dated somebody that's, like, roaches, bugs, hoarders? No, absolutely not. (laughs) It's a no from me. Um, But, I mean, there's some things I'm messy about, right? And I think, like, there's levels to it. Sure. There's levels to it. So are you that person where it's, like, Oh, OK, you come home, you change your clothes out of your work clothes and you maybe don't hang your work clothes up right away when you get into your play clothes. I mean, that's well, not really a big deal.
1: Yes, I think I think that's a good point you bring up. We have to make sure as we as we go into any topic, it's all about you assessing who you are and what your needs are in a, in a partner, because for some people being overly organized, excuse me, could be a problem, but other people who are, you know, messy and unkept, that's a deal breaker. So you assess what works for you. But I'm, I think specifically, we are talking about those, I mean, the people where, I mean, we're dedicating the whole episode to those messy ass people uh, where you get in a car and you can't even put your damn foot down uh, or you sitting on a water bottle, you sitting on all kinds of papers.
0: I hate that. And I feel like they're always like, oops, sorry, I just had this here. No, you didn't. No, this- no you didn't. You didn't just drink 15
1: bottles of water just now. And how like, okay, like, okay, so that's, that's the topic for today. Um, You know, and and we're going to share our funniest stories about dating the unorganized and unclean person. And guys, overall, how you can avoid being one. Now, there's an article that we're posting on, it's in the episode description, the simplicityhabit.com. They dropped an article with statistics on clutter that will blow your mind. And so, again, everything we talk about on this. Podcast is is a spectrum, right? Because we talk about uh, abuse, it can be, you know, on one level, and it can be on an extreme level, right? And so, I think as we continue to talk about it tonight, just uh, making sure that all of our listeners know, like we will try our best to be specific in our examples, and we will try to be clear and also non-judgmental, because we are not a dating um podcast we're not giving like dating advice um but at the same time we want to you know we're we're encouraging people to be their best selves so it's one thing to say what you want can you be what you want
0: and also i'll just throw in like maybe if you do feel some type of way maybe it's because you're one of the messy ass people we talking about so don't at us we said what we said
1: boo boo watch your lips (laughs) what i want you to me so that I can add you on all these Facebook groups about getting <laughs> organized with your nasty ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny as hell. And I, I think um, it, it can be on the level of okay, like okay, I, I'm just about to go on right on into it. You do it. Like it's not it. Okay, it's it 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 falls into the category of self-respect. Um, you know, obviously people are practicing good hygiene, right? But how were you taking a shower in a dirty shower?
0: Oh it, my God, it, right?
1: It just doesn't work, like it, it doesn't work. So like, let's start there. And so um, I think that some people really need to look into cleaning apps. There are a lot of people doing ads where they clean homes for $20 an hour. Like, I think it goes with like knowing who you are. If you know you do not like to clean, you have to recognize that, but find a solution. Ain't a, nobody's trying to change you, right? But it's just find that solution so you can pay somebody to come in every two weeks, every week to do the necessities, right? If you have the money, you can afford it. If you don't have the money, that's a different conversation, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like, that's kind of weird for people to kind of like put off, um,
0: yeah. But I think maybe understanding like where that hygiene habit comes from. Mm. Are you messy because, like, you know what I mean? Like, what was, like, was everybody in the house just messy? And I feel like kids naturally, like, when I was younger, my room was always messy as like a young child. It was just me again, like, my work clothes, not, well, obviously not work clothes, my school clothes. Like, I didn't always put them in the drawer right away. When I was turning in my play clothes, I had things to do once I got home. I needed to get out in the streets with my friends so we could ride our bikes in the neighborhood. Like, that was my thing. And so I'm like, I don't really have time for this. Um, and so my mom would always be on me about like, you need to keep your room clean, so on and so forth. I lived in a household where every Saturday you were woken up to some mm-hmm. medley of gospel music
1: Or like
0: the greatest, like (laughs) Lionel Richie hits, Luther, something like that. And it was time to clean, and nothing else was happening in that house. Nobody was doing anything. Nobody was going anyplace until that house was cleaned. You know what I mean? Are you in the market for a new skincare routine? Don't worry, Skin Entourage has you covered. For those crafting their very first skincare routine or skincare gurus looking to revamp their regimen, you're sure to find new go-to products that will help you become your own skincare goals. Whether your mission is to defeat dry skin or keep bothersome blemishes at bay, the products are handmade with the love and care needed to help you combat all of your skincare needs. In fact, each one of the long-lasting products are made to battle multiple concerns with an emphasis on noticeable results. It's the thoroughly researched, ethically sourced, plant-based, and vegan ingredients that make the products multi-use and safe on the entire body. Put your mind at ease with skincare products you can trust to naturally improve the overall look, feel, and health of your skin. Be sure to head over to www.skinentourage.com for all your skincare needs. Did you guys know
1: that almost 10% of US households rent a storage unit. I didn't think it was that much, but I guess every corner, if you think about it, it's a lot of storage unit companies out there.
0: Yeah. But I guess I'm just like, why? Because in my mind, I feel like storage is a temporary thing, right? Like, oh, I'm moving. Or, you know, and there's a, this is just a transitional period where, say, I'm moving out of one house, going to the next, but can't get in for, like, a few weeks, so I'm going to get this storage unit. But I remember talking to a lady recently at work, and she had five storage units. Mm. And I'm like, why are you paying that? Like, just get rid of the stuff. Like, and she had been paying for these five storage units for 10 years. And I'm like, do you even know what's in them anymore? And if you haven't used any of the stuff in 10 years,
1: is it really worth it? Mother effer. Yeah, they said it's, it's almost 50,000 storage units in the US. That's more that's the storage unit companies. That's more than how how many McDonald's and Starbucks locations there are combined.
0: That's wild.
1: So I think I know what my next side hustle is going to be. Ooh. Yes, come on. Then, you know, they also say that these people who, you know, not these people, I don't want to shame nobody, you know, but the people who rent um, storage units, and I've been one in transition between places in my younger years. I don't I don't have any storage units now just because I've been resourceful enough to either put them, like, like at my mom, like at my mom's place, she's got some stuff I still have from Houston, but that's it. Everything else, if I can't hold onto it myself, it's trash, or I'm donating it.
0: Makes sense.
1: Yeah, but they say that um half of the people about 50% of the people who use storage units um actually use them for more than a year.
0: Interesting. And on
1: average they cost $88 a month. That's the average. What? Per- girl, yeah, so this lady's talking about eight. Yeah, it, it, all these stats for you guys, check them out in this this um in this article. Yeah, they pay about on average $88 a month. And you know, I watched that show, here we go with TV, Hoarders. I haven't been on it lately. But that's a big solution for a lot of their projects. If they don't dump enough through the pods and the deadline coming up and the state about to condemn that house, they always um, get a storage unit. I even seen a lady, this is crazy because I'd be cracking up. It's sad though. She actually got somebody to donate a storefront, commercial storefront to her. The church had donated a storefront to her so she could actually put her stores in there and have, like, a goodwill consignment, girl. Okay, that's that's smart. Yeah, that's smart. But, I mean, like, let's make some money off of it, right? But that was a desperate situation. Imagine how much stuff she had to where she had to also get a big old commercial lot. Y'all Google that. I don't know what episode that was. I just remember the episode where the lady had all those
0: dead cats. Mm -hmm. Like, she had all the cats. And she was like, oh, there's some I haven't seen for years. I don't know what happened to them. And they found like 81 like yes. dead cat carcasses in her house. Yes, and sir. she was like, oh, that must be fluffy. I was like, ma'am.
1: That is really, really, that makes me so sad.
0: And I this understand is- that like hoarding has most people who are hoarders have severe anxiety disorders. Yeah, yeah. So I understand there's that element of it, but you lost track of cats.
1: Yeah, girl, that shit is entertaining as hell.
0: That's wild. I was like, oh no. They're like, here's another cat skull. I was like, oh no. It was like, there. (laughs) She's like, I haven't seen them in two years. Like, and my thing is like, if you have been feeding a cat every day, and then all of a sudden the cat
1: didn't show up for food.
0: Wouldn't Girl. you be like, where's this cat at?
1: No, how about you don't uh, keep adopting all them damn cats? Oh, well, that too. What cats do you mean? True facts. Now, they also say though, 77, if you are a hoarder, you are 77% more likely to be obese. Okay. or eating. I this on the web. Siri wants to talk to me on my watch. Um, Yeah, uh, basically saying that you'll be more likely to have poor eating habits as well. Okay, so so anyway, the average American throws away about 81 pounds of clothing every year. I I read a meme this weekend. If you have an old purse or a book bag you don't want, stuff it with some toiletries and give it to a homeless person.
0: That's a good idea. I recently just donated five bags um, I did a huge purge, declutter of my closet. Yeah. Um, I threw out a huge, hefty bag full of shoes, and like huge bags full of clothes, some of which had tags on it. Um, and I have purses, and I was like, "What am I going to do with these purses?" That's actually a good idea. Oh,
1: I'm so, I'm so. That's awesome. You're such a humanitarian. I love you to pieces, and um, I'm happy to know that you're decluttering too, and allowing God to put more new things in your life. And yeah, girl, like tampons, pads um, for, you know, for the guys, you know, razors, uh, if you got any leftover eyes, you know, anything that you can. Bottle water, you know, just, I I was telling my students that you got old backpacks y'all don't want, stuff them about frozen bottle waters and drop them off. Summer get hot, it's 90 degrees outside.
0: That's a great idea. Summer is quickly approaching here
1: in Phoenix. Mm.
0: I got a backpack in my trunk right now.
1: Yep, and you know what? Actually, uh, there's a a big homeless shelter in Phoenix. Um, I can't remember. Cast. Yes, and I I miss. I'm an Easter star, and and we my chapter we went over there and we dropped off a whole bunch of frozen cases of water, and they were so cool. We just dropped them off at the lot and just hung out with them for for a couple hours, but they were just so grateful because it was like 100 and 203, and people forget, you know. Like, they can't just go to the store in, in states like Arizona to say, give me a cup of water, give me a cup of ice, because I know some people will deny them, even though it's against the law. So, yeah, anywho.
0: Crazy. Those
1: rants. So you did just uh give away and donate about 81 pounds of clothing. That's positive.
0: It was just what and it's crazy like there's stuff because i feel like you know throughout the course of time you go through your closet and there's either something you haven't worn in a while that you're like oh yeah i forgot about that i can I'll, i'll wear this yeah or it's oh like if i just lose about 15 pounds i can get into that again yeah so you have those things and this time going through it i was just like nope, I haven't worn this in like two years. I'm not going to wear it now. Why am I telling myself these lies? Like, I'm not going to do this. Like, and I don't remember, I don't remember like what I'd heard, but the day before I was like, oh, I'm going to clean out my closet. I'd heard something that was like, you know, as you're decluttering and going through your closet, if you haven't worn something in the last six months, toss it. And so just kind of going through that was just like, it was nice. And I was just throwing out things that I was like, I bought this tank top like 10 years ago. Wow. Why is it hanging in my closet? I don't even wear it. Wow. And then I was like, Oh, well Jessica, you could. And then I'm like, no, I'm not like, if I haven't worn this and I don't know how long I'm not going to all of a sudden out of the blue, but just even how much lighter I felt knowing that I had just
1: purged
0: all of this stuff was such a great feeling.
1: Yes. I love that. My favorite group right now on Facebook is the Black Women Organize Facebook group. Yes, and if anybody's interested, please join that group because they have some awesome um, posts that they share. Um, now they say though, 80% of the items that people keep, they're never used. So shout out to you, Jess, for actually giving stuff away. I threw out pounds and pounds of, girl, like leadership, papers on leadership, folders, like old binders from MPHC meetings from 2005, 2004, from undergrad. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no one cares about the constitution from 2003. (laughs) Come on. So I'm like, Tip, like part ways, you know, because I'll like all my stuff my Neos know, and they have passed it down. So I I was like, come on. And like, I took books from my shelf uh, into school so that the children can use them as we're learning some things. So um, just pushing, pushing, pushing. Also want to share this that I'm really excited about. If you have old candle jars that you really like and don't want to get rid of, just throw it in the freezer. And then you can once it, like for an hour, And once you take the the jar out of the freezer, put it upside down, the wax will come out and it'll just fall right out clean and give you a clean, you know, um, a clean surface there. And you can just use that for anything, you know, maybe to store jewelry, lipsticks, you know, makeup, you know, anything you need to store in there. So pens, pencils.
0: But I feel like if you bought the candle, I
1: would like to say,
0: think that like you bought it for the candle. So okay. if you're not gonna use the
1: candle anymore, gift it to somebody.
0: No, no, no. I mean
1: once the candle's done. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait. Yeah, a like I'm sorry. When you're done with the candle, you can reuse those jars. So like I was at the store the other day and actually found a beautiful um candle. And the the packaging actually I care more about the packaging than I do about the damn candle and the smell of it. I was like, I don't care what it smells like, I'm getting this
0: gotcha okay it, i was like
1: why would you that's create? like a cute lid. it's like a cute little crystal lid and i was like oh my god Marshalls!" Mm-hmm. so you better believe i'm freezing that baby and um and we're gonna put some items in there okay all right i mean i could actually put like my like my uh setting powder in there and like have a different way to set my powder in the morning i don't gotta be creative anywho um 54% of Americans are overwhelmed by the amount of clutter that they have. So if you're one of those people, get rid of the candle jar. I, I, I throw stuff away all the time. But you know, they also say 78% of the people who have that clutter, they have no idea what to do with it. So, so if you're that person, you know, in support of you, please like, Google this shit, like, get your life in order because you can be much more effective in your life. Um, You can welcome people into your space and share a nice space with them, you know, like... and, And this can go for your finances. This can go for office life. You know, how many times have you gone into someone's office and seen it just in a disarray or they never get the email that you sent them? It's like, dude, take a class on Outlook and master that shit. Okay. Um... I'm ranting all night.
0: I was going to say, I feel attacked because I'm an email hoarder. <laughs> you should take it personally. I say that, you know, here's my thing. But you get my email, so I ain't got to I no just like to hold on to the emails in case someone wants to try me. And so that way I can have the receipt and pull up the email from that I sent and direct them to... As previously noted, see below for reference. Sure, etc. Sure. Et cetera, et cetera.
1: But just, just. Thank you folders for that. You you do you create folders in your email?
0: No, I don't have time for that. So it'll just say like five million six hundred and seventy-two thousand
1: three hundred and ninety-two oh, emails. No. <laughs> see I don't, I'll look like at work, I create folders. I have to so if i get an email that makes me smile i have a smile folder any good feedback i get from a parent or something a student did i put in my smile so on rainy days i can go back to that folder right you know iep stuff you know any special events so so that it's not in my inbox per se it's already been read and filed so that like you said when i would need to pull them damn receipts they write where i need to get them because they also say in in this article people spend a lot of time I think they say, I can't remember, but they send, they spend tons of hours looking for digital files. I can see that. So, you know, just kind of pushing, you know, I'm pushing myself too, as I say this. What are the ways in which we can do better? You know, like you were saying, is clean up as you go, right? So just tackling these things one at a time. Um, they say Americans collectively spend about $2.7 billion every year. Replacing the items that they cannot find. Okay. So replacement, replacement. That's a good industry to go into. Hmm. Replacement remote controls, come on. Touche. Right? Um, though, yeah, that, that's, that's a good one. Those, uh, cell phone chargers. This oh, is- Oh, yeah. When you really step back and process this, how much money have you spent? I just bought a cell phone charger the other day. I, mean,
0: I, have, I have several in charging blocks, so I feel like I'm good. Um, but no, before I would believe it because um, back in the day, I would keep like a charger at work and someone was always taking it.
1: See what I'm saying? And I'm like, if y'all don't start, stop taking my charger, they say we spend about $18,000 a year on non-essential items. I believe it. You know, when we get in the store and uh, the items at the cash rack in the aisles, they say yeah. that's actually where they make they, their most money.
0: Yeah, because that's where you find those little gems, like, oh, okay, I will take this 180
1: pack of gum. Yeah, add-ons add up. Um, This is a big one, ladies. There's research that says our stress levels are directly proportional to the amount of stuff that's in our homes. I can kind of see
0: that, and here's why. So I know for me personally, there is a correlation to when I'm feeling just like overwhelmed, off balance and just feeling like I have a brain fog. There's a correlation to me feeling like that. And when my space is out of order. Yeah. So if it's been a like busy, stressful week and I've just like tossed my clothes on the bed or I didn't like fold all the laundry or something like that and my space is cluttered. Right. I have noticed I don't function. Yeah. At my normal. Like I just feel irritable. I just feel like, oh, like, oh, whatever, I don't care. You know, kind of like laissez faire. But then as soon as I clean it up, I'm like, ooh, okay. You know, it's like a heavy weight. So I don't deal well with clutter. I find it to be irritating and I get an attitude. I know, that's right. Um, but
1: that's something I've learned about myself. Yeah, you gotta know yourself. Getting rid of clutter, my last one is that it will eliminate 40% of your housework in the average home, 40% of your housework. That's That's, a- that's impactful. So I just encourage listeners to just kind of start thinking about what are the ways in which they can start organizing and and uh, spraying down them roaches.
0: Yeah, and understanding like everybody is different. Like maybe yeah. there's somebody out there that doesn't mind that you have 18 roaches crawling across the floor. Ooh. Do you boo? Mm-mm. But also be respectful of people who don't want a family of roaches.
1: Don't do you? That's not him
0: do you? Look, I'm just saying like maybe people like that's not the sword that they want to fall and die on.
1: Mm. I hear you. I can so, at that mean? They actually okay with them roaches. You right. sure?
0: Because it was certainly in the bed next to the chicken.
1: Oh, God. And one was on the floor behind the bed, girl. I,
0: I did I- not see all
1: that. Okay, <laughs> Hawkeye. Girl, it was the damn roaches. I wish my... My eyes
0: were right to the roaches. I couldn't see nothing else. <laughs> so funny. I can't even. Oh. I can't even. But you guys, you know the drill. You know, do your assessment. You know, let it marinate. Think in those types of things. Implement it. You know, after you've processed, like, OK, am I messy person? Am I not? You know, whatever else the case may be. Do whatever implementation, whether it's doing a declutter once a month, starting small, saying, I'm gonna tackle the bathroom, I'm gonna tackle the bedroom, the kitchen, et cetera. And then go ahead and manifest that. If you want to be more organized, start to let yourself, tell yourself you are an organized person and that you can do that, Manifesto, We're always talking to you guys about the mantras. You can create a mantra for anything. I'm going to be more organized today. And then, you know, if you're saying that to yourself, then ideally you can start taking steps that are going to make it happen. So process, implement, manifest, and we'll see you next week. The Black Box is a quarterly subscription box providing you a direct path to support Black-owned businesses. Every quarter you'll discover hand-picked curated lifestyle, dining, bath, body, and home-good products chosen to showcase the amazing things happening in Black business today. Subscriptions for the spring release are now open, but don't wait. This box will sell out deadline to secure the spring release is March 17th. Make sure you head over to gettheblackbox.com and subscribe to Something Meaningful.
1: Hey, don't miss out. Every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your girls come together in Clubhouse and we meet with all of our listeners and break down any hot topics that are trending as well as this week's episode make sure you stop by and kick it with us